I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket-style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey guys. Welcome back. This week we have a bonus episode for you. The past two episodes had She's the Man and 27 Dresses winning their matchups, so now let's see which one will be moving forward in the bracket. She's the Man is an 11 seed, 43%. And 27 Dresses is a 4 seed with an 84%. Now, according to Ron Tomatoes, She's the Man should not have made it this far. Yeah, that makes no sense. That's That would be a travesty to not have it yeah. move this far. The critics don't know what they're talking about when it comes to rom-com. No, we do. We've learned that. Yeah. We, we, we are the we experts, are the experts 100%. <laughs> self, self-diagnosed um, experts of romantic yeah. comedies. All right, let's jump into the synopsis. Why don't you start with She's the Man? Okay. The life-changing movie, She's the Man, starts with our brilliant lead, Amanda Bynes, a.k.a. Viola Davis, having her girls' soccer team's funding cut. Her asshole boyfriend leaves her high and dry when he claims girls could never play on boys' teams. End of discussion. End of relationship. Viola enlists her two best friends and hairdresser friend, Paul, to remake her into her brother, Sebastian. Sebastian is supposed to be attending Illyria, a boarding school, but is instead sneaking off to London with his band. The perfect opportunity for Viola to show her ex, Justin, that she truly is the man. Viola stumbles onto campus extremely overwhelmed and can't even catch her breath when she gets to her dorm room because she is greeted with her roommate, Duke. Channing Tatum is shirtless and he's in gray sweatpants. I'm really not sure how you could get better than this. But let's bring it back to reality, people. Viola's main goal here is to get first string on the men's soccer team. Tryouts do not go well, and she is put on second string. She's ready to give up, but Paul hatches a plan to get her in with Duke and the guys at school. At the local hangout, Paul orchestrates a fantastic play. Viola's friends pretend they are in love with Sebastian, while Duke and his friends watch. They can't believe their eyes. Sebastian is the man. Viola is now killing it on campus and has made friends with Olivia. When Duke notices this, he offers to train Viola to first string, but only if she gets him a date with Olivia, my favorite Scooter. Problem is, Olivia is in love with Sebastian. Flash of the carnival, too many things happen here, but the key thing is, is that Duke and the real Viola kiss at the kissing booth and Justin comes in and tries to fight Duke. Olivia tries to make Sebastian jealous by asking Duke out. Viola then calls him on the phone to intercept, but Duke hangs up on her because he has to go change his feet. The real Sebastian rolls into town and even more chaos ensues. He somehow gets put into the Illyria versus Cornwall game, and he is obviously horrible. The principal stops the game to prove that Sebastian is a girl, which he proves otherwise, of course, by flashing everyone. The game continues with Viola in it instead, to which she then also proves to Duke she is in fact a girl by flashing him. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Play ball! Viola scores the winning penalty kick and defeats the evil Justin. Duke takes Viola to the dead ball 
and they make out on stage. The end. Great movie. Fantastic. You can't beat it. Yeah. It's so hard to catch everything in these synopsis. Yeah, I completely, I left so many things out trying to get this together. And then mm-hmm. I like scrunched it at the end and rushed to the finish because I was like, mm-hmm. this is just so much information. Just go watch yeah. it. I would watch it watch every it. day. It's a fantastic movie. All but right, let's hear to remind everyone who maybe hasn't seen the movie in a while. <gasps> Please. <laughs> Please go yeah. see it. Please. Okay. Give us 27. All right. So Jane, played by B. Catherine Heigl, the rom-com queen of the early 2000s. She's always the bridesmaid and never the bride. She's a type A helpless romantic who is in love with her boss, George. Kevin Doyle, played by James Marsden, is a cynical commitments writer from the newspaper. One night, Jane is in two weddings at the same time. Kevin is covering one of the weddings and catches on to her juggling act. They share a cat home where he asks her about it and finds that she has been a bridesmaid at 27 weddings. Kevin thinks it would make for a great story that could potentially get him promoted from writing the commitment. He sends her flowers the next day. Then Jane's sister, Tess, sweeps into town and is a mess of a person. While at a co-worker's engagement party, Tess and George hit it off and begin a relationship. Jane's heart broken. And when Kevin shows up at the party, she wants nothing to do with him. Tess and George have a whirlwind few weeks, and Tess pretends to be a completely different person in front of George to impress him. They get engaged, and Jane is the maid of honor, just furthering how badly she feels about this. Kevin Doyle is writing a commitment piece for the wedding, which takes Jane by complete surprise because he writes under the pseudonym Malcolm Doyle, who's her favorite newspaper writer. As the wedding planning progresses, Kevin and Jane learn more about each other, and Jane continues to be distressed over Tess marrying the man she loves. This is made worse as Tess steals all of Jane's wedding plans that were sentimentally linked to their mother. Kevin realizes that Jane is in love with George and confronts her about it as they drive in the rain. This leads them to hydroplane into a ditch with no reception. They go to a local bar to find a payphone and end up having a few drinks. They dance and sing to Benny and the Jets, Kevin admits being just as moved as Jane by the wedding that she's covered. They make love in the car, and the next morning, when all is well between them, Jane finds out about the article that Kevin wrote about her always being a bridesmaid. She's furious. She feels so betrayed like she was being used the entire time. Tess becomes enraged at Jane because the article makes her out to be a bridezilla. Then Jane sees that Tess cut up their mother's wedding dress, and this is her last straw. So she decides to get her revenge on her sister, Tess. So at Tess and George's rehearsal dinner, Jane shows a PowerPoint revealing Tess's true colors, pictures of her eating meat, she claims to be a vegetarian, and just making her out to be such a mess. And the wedding gets called off. Jane quits and tells her boss, George, that she only worked for him because she was in love with him this entire time. They kiss, and it makes her realize that she no longer has feelings for George and can only think in a grand romantic gesture, she runs to the wedding he's covering and declares her feelings for him on the mic. They kiss, and a year later, they have a beach wedding where all the brides from her past are wearing the ugly bridesmaids' dresses that she had to wear to their wedding. And that's how they wrap it up. Nice and neat. Oh, it's like such different movies, but both so equally fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're classics in my book, both of them. I throw them both on them, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. 
All right, guys, we added a segment to the bonus episodes, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Totally. fun facts. Yay. I'm excited. Okay, so this just made sense. Whenever I watch a movie, I always Google everything about it, all the cast, where they grew up, where are they living now, how many kids do they have, who are they married to, who were they dating, what scandals occurred with them. I love it. And then I miss 20 minutes of the movie and have to rewind, but... I love fun facts. I, I'm excited for this section. Yeah, definitely. All right, do you want to give us your first fun fact? Yeah, okay. So, She's the Man is based off a Shakespearean play called The Twelfth Night. You don't look surprised. Yeah, so I've, I've known this before. This, how could you have known this? Because I, I would never think this movie is a Shakespearean play. Yeah, I think I read read it in high school, and it came up then that, like, oh, yeah, She's the Man was based on it. Knowing me, I would have read it yeah. and then not even put it together. But, like, yeah, the no. characters are literally right. called Viola, Olivia, Sebastian. All, yeah, all the same Mal- names. Yeah, Malvoia, the spider or whatever. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I would have never thought that, but genius. Yeah. Okay, give us your fun fact. Okay, my first fun fact is you know how in the movie all the bridesmaid dresses are the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen yeah they're like scuba diving outfits there's a little yeah. keep one like mm-hmm. they're just the la idiots. wedding yeah yeah originally they were just normal like ugly bridesmaids dresses regular okay basis yeah the typical ones that are kind of like unflattering colors or shapes yeah. or whatever but they all look so good on Catherine Heigl that it didn't get the point across. Well, she's gorgeous. This makes yeah. complete sense. She's so stunning. She could pull anything off. The wardrobe department had to go back and make all these crazy dresses. So they had to make her look really look Even, she even looked good in these ugly ones. Yeah, she still looked good in these. But you could see that it was out, an outrageous dress. So I yeah, get what they're that doing. That was just so outrageous. Wow. And the whole time fact. I was like, how does every one of her friends have the most ridiculous wedding theme yeah. that requires this. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're so deep. Wow. Okay. I have one more fun fact, and that is... Right. I think this is shocking, way more shocking than the Shakespeare, and that is okay. that Amanda Bynes had to fight for Channing Tatum to be cast in this movie. Now that's, that's insanity. That's insanity. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she so what? Channing had Channing had only done a Mountain Dew commercial before this. Okay. <laughs> so like they didn't want to cast him and they said that he was way too old for the this role. Was, this was his first project? I didn't know that this was his first project. I, mean, I thought he he's just always been so around. Hard that that's- that in yes. itself is shocking. Okay, to me hello. That this is his first project. Throwback to the kissing booth. I said Jacob Elordi. That I was like, the kissing booth must have been his first movie ever with how he's performing. Sorry, Jacob, but like it was bad. And then you said Euphoria was at the same time. So no, that wasn't even his first one. Channing comes out swinging. Yeah, that this is his first. This is his first movie. He was born for greatness. He was born for greatness. Yeah. And I, I really can't see this movie working as well without him. No. The way that he can, like, no one else from being do the this. dorkiest mm-hmm. little, like, woman-fearing woman guy to, yeah. like, so serious where he's like, mm. 
what are you gonna do drown me in your mm-hmm. tears like mm-hmm. he's so good at it. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's so step up was after this uh yeah yeah wow. yeah if amanda's I mean, fighting for his life yeah uh, i mean that I, that's so good too oh my god yeah that era of channing is just i don't it does that i don't know it's like do i want him as a soccer player or do i want him as a, a dancer i don't know i'll take either one wow. and two please i'll take them both <laughs> <laughs> okay give us your last one give us your last one all right, so Katherine Heigl's husband in real life, Josh Kelly, is a musician. And in that bar scene, before Benny and the Jets comes on, his song is playing in the background. <gasps> That's a sweet little nod. Yeah, isn't that a cute Easter egg? I mean, I didn't yes. even know who she was married to. I-, I know that they lived on a farm or something, and she has That's her own cute. vegetables being grown That's because really I watched, cute. like what she eats or something and then mm-hmm. she was i think it's vogue's thing or something adorable i love that yep and she's in his music videos <gasps> that's so i i need to look up so his music videos i need to, to start listening to his music we gotta go we gotta go of us yeah watching katherine heigl in music videos. a reaction video yeah, we do a reaction video where we're like whoa look at her <laughs> <laughs> my god oh my god okay now the moment of truth we go to the ratings i say this every time i'll keep saying Uh it this is going to be a hard one but this really truly is a close one okay because she's the man is a Uh 38.5 and 27 dresses is a 40.5 that's a two point difference and remind us, who was 27 going up against last time? 16 Candles. So, which is it trash. might be hot. Yeah, it might be higher we, there's, ranked. There's definitely bias in our initial rating totally. based on whatever movie it's going up against. And she's the yeah. man who's going up against a really good one, Map Twain. Yeah. Thing. Yes. So, it's might have been skewed down. We really, really, really need to look at up. these. Yeah, we need to look at these numbers. And honestly, like. I saw both these movies going really far, and the fact oh, yeah. that they're pinned up against each other so it's cute. sad. It's sad. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, and like this part of the bracket, like mm-hmm. it's the they're all more evenly matched. Yeah. Yes, than like the one in sixteen seed. So this is just gonna be a hard stretch, hard hard yeah, couple like, weeks for us. What was this one was number four and eleven seeds a little bit closer together. Mm-hmm. All right, so for tropes, tropiness, She's the Man is a 4.5, and 27 Dresses is a 10. So that, that's a big... If you remember, 27 Dresses did well basically in every category, and it blew everything else out of the water with tropiness. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if we think about this, She's the Man for tropes, we have proclamation of love with her sending the gouda duke showing up they're saying they love each other dead ball type thing we've got what else do we have we have we have a bunch of montages of music Lots, playing that's true. yeah Lots of montages with the early 2000s music playing in the background yes. that's very tropey yeah that's a great point now i'm kind of thinking maybe it should be higher than a 4.5 I because think so because the vibe of this movie is so 
trophy and cliche. Yeah, it's just that it is, like, original other than hashtag Shakespeare. But, like, it does feel very... This isn't, like, the other rom-coms. Yeah. But... And then, like, we also have um, friends to lovers. Yeah. So there's a decent... I don't know if I would put this at a 4.5. And also, like... I feel like a big trope is, like, the miscommunication trope or, like, the hijinks trope. True, and, and we have not spoken about that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad we're reevaluating. Yeah. there's so many hijinks in this. Yeah, I think, I think maybe even 4.5 to 5.5. I mean, I, I would almost say now that we've Six? I mean, now that I'm, like, looking back on it, I'm, like, the whole, oh, we need a distraction. And then, like, all right, she thinks I'm Sebastian, but I'm Viola. And Viola thinks, and, like, just Mm -hmm. the hijinks of it all feels so, like, cliche and trophy that it gives that trophy vibe now that I'm thinking about it. I guess I'm okay with a six. I'm okay with a six. I mean, 5.56, And then when you mention all the montages, I'm like... There's literally, there's I remember so... there being like 15. And not only is there a makeover montage, but there's the training montage. True, like we the hit makeover multiple, montage. And the carnival montage. Yeah. Alright, fine, 6. You sold me. Alright, and then are we keeping 27 out of 10? <sighs> 27 out of 10, good question. I mean, it did feel very trophy in the moment, but let's yeah, go that, over it again. We'll go over it, but that, that was chock-filled with tropes. I mean, that was, you have the grandma romantic gesture at the end, by far, that's like, she's jumping onto a boat. The quality of the grand romantic gesture, like, we've seen bigger, you know? But it she wasn't goes like... on the boat, she literally runs there, jumps on the boat, and yeah. then she makes a whole speech, and then they sing... Colby Calais, and it fades out. I mean, that's pretty... That's true. It's just, like, I think the way it doesn't hit is that they didn't really have a huge falling out. Like, the last time they had seen each other was at the engagement party, where he's like, I'm proud no, of but you. The falling, gets... but the falling out happened before that, because she fell out with basically everyone when the article yeah, but came they had, out. they had made up already before this, and it was just, like, he They had kind of... Yeah. yeah. Gave her the planner and was like, I'm proud of you for what you did. And she kind of but still, her like, she even goes and then she kisses her boss. So, like, yeah. she's not thinking. It's a grand romantic gesture for her because she didn't. she's finally discovering, like, this is who I need to yeah. be with. Okay, and then we have um, she's in love with her boss, in love with someone that you can have type of trope. Then you have, um, you do have the montage with trying on the dresses. You have the Benny and the Jets. You have, um... New York as a setting. You have a decent amount. You definitely have more than she's, she's a the journalist. man, I think. Well, I guess she's not a journalist. She's an assistant. But, but at, a at a newspaper. And Malcolm's a journalist for a wedding yeah, thing. Yeah. Come on. That's Is everyone a writer in these <laughs> I know. Should we become writers? Is that like a um, hot question? That's what we, it's like when people go and dress up, like, remember that, I saw this one video that was so funny, and the girl's like, I'm in Vermont in the winter, 
I'm like she's recreating a Hallmark movie and she's like why has no guys just come up to me and approached me and tried to help me with oh. like my truck or something yeah. that's what we need to do we need to put ourselves should I try that you need to become a writer now I'm I love that <laughs> I should go to Vermont I'm picturing myself in like a mini skirt a plaid like mm-hmm. a big plaid jacket yeah um boots, boots tall boots with and like, um, my car breaks socks. down and I'm just yes. like Oh, no. You purposely break your car. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I know how to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not how you find a man. <laughs> I love it. So, I don't know. I think this is higher. Do I say 10? I don't know. Was Claire, was Claire pushing Claire was for the a one 10? that was really pushing for the 10. Are we rethinking? so high. I'm it's so like... extreme. And so high, maybe 9.5, just to give us 9.5. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's go to quality. All right, so she's the main is an eight, and 27 is an eight. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. They're both really high quality. I don't even for rom com. I I don't for rom com. I don't know why I'm even leaning towards she's the man might be slightly higher quality, or is that crazy of me? She's the man. I think that is a little crazy just because of how silly she's the man is and kind of how you have to suspend True. reality when you're watching it because it's like True. Her her male voice is just her talking. Yeah, she doesn't look like really at kind all. Of, we all just kind of have to buy into it. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think that's fair. 8 and 8. Yeah. Equally matched. All right. Um lightheartedness. She's the man is 10. We're really throwing tens around here. I feel like that's so extreme of us. Um, I, I, I stand by it, I think. Okay. Light hardness, 10 for She's the Man, 8 for 27 Dresses. And you know what? Actually, I do agree with that because She's the Man, like, nothing really happens no. that's so bad. And it's just fun. Yeah. You're laughing. You're on a high the entire There's time. There's no 27 death. Dresses. There's no. Yeah. The mom, their mom died when they were young. And that she, kind of haunts the whole movie yeah and also tess herself is horrific i it makes me like physically like cringe throughout the whole movie how horrific yeah do i do we say no we leave it at an eight it's a feel-good movie it's a feel-good movie it's still a very feel-good movie you come away and you're just so happy even in the bad parts you are laughing a little bit and it's not yeah okay i'm good with that then yeah She's the man. There are no stakes, really. Yeah, no, there's not. Um, it's just so light the entire movie. I agree. Ten eight. Even the parents, that like the the one you know maybe sad thing is like oh the parents are divorced. They're making out by the end of the movie. Oh yeah, everyone's having a good time when they're everyone's yeah. so happy at the, end, yes. at the end of the movie. Eunice and what's his name are together. Everyone's making out at the end of the movie. Every- this because Sebastian gets with Olivia, <laughs> she's this the is man. A is very a very yes, movie. yeah. She, uh, Sebastian and Olivia somehow get together even they don't know each other. The parents get back together um, and making out. Because she fell in love with his lyrics. Yes, which thank is you for even reminding more me. romantic. Duke and um, Viola get together. Mm-hmm. Does oh, and then Eunice. You mm-hmm. said Eunice, and then do her, do her friends get? Oh, yep. Paul gets with someone. Paul gets with a soccer player. I, for, I don't know why I think that. Yes, with the other friend. Paul gets with Duke's other friend. Yes. I think he ended up with the... Oh, yeah, I think you're right. 
Yeah. Everyone's together. Everyone's in love. Everyone's happy. Damn. I mean, it's a it's a great time. It's a great. And also, can I say about this movie, which we didn't discuss, but the way that so there's a lot of makeouts in this movie, right? Mm -hmm. We, I mean, we open on a makeout with Viola and her ex boyfriend. There's the kissing booth makeout. There's a lot of makeouts, and you can definitely see tongue in all of these. I was like, is that allowed? What do you mean (laughs) in a movie? I thought actors were supposed to, like, not do tongue to be, like, as polite to each other. Are you crazy? Look at I feel like up. that's it's all they do. I feel like that's all they do nowadays. It's like every movie is more and more extreme. Hold mm. on, I'm looking it up. I thought that was, like, the professional thing to do. I can't believe I'm Googling this. Well, I've Googled worse. I mean, she really broke away from her Nickelodeon phase with this movie. Unless the scene explicitly calls for it, keeping your tongue to yourself is usually a good idea. It's yep. just suge- it's a suggestion. Well, they went yeah. for it. They were all they were all probably happy to do it with yeah. Amanda Bynes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. So we're good with that. Now comedy. I mean, now come on now. I yeah, stand come by the now. She's the man. There is no funnier movie in this rack than she's playing. No. Or Trainwreck really came close. Like, that really got me. (laughs) And it's better quality comedy, too. It's just... This is just, like, her with a man. It's just fun. (laughs) This is just fun. Okay, and 27 Dresses (laughs) is 6.5. Which, again, I feel like that's... That's okay. Like, I wasn't laughing that much. We gave Trainwreck a 10. Yeah, so I'm saying she's okay. a man. Ten comedy yeah. is good, and okay. twenty seven dresses as a six point five. I think almost is fair too because I was laughing here and there, but it wasn't hilarious. Twenty seven yeah. dresses. It's not really like laugh out loud funny type humor. Especially compared to she's the man, but you know yeah, what? It wasn't. Kind of it wasn't the. Loud. It wasn't the least funny. Yeah, it's just it's not the comedy forward from. Do you go six or do you keep it at six and a half? I just think keep it at six and a half. Okay. I'm fine with that. Because, like, Benny and the Jets is funny. Mm-hmm. And, again, but, like, her best friend, Judy. I mean, she is hilarious. Judy there's Greer's funny, funny. Yeah, there's funny parts, but it's just not super, super funny. James it's funnier. He's charming. Yeah. Okay. Like, you do generally kind of do the laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Breathe out through your nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's some <laughs> definitely funny I'm good with it alright we have one more category romance okay she's the man is a 6 and yeah. 27 dresses is an 8 I mean I definitely think 27 dresses is higher totally obviously it is she's a the more man forward. yeah she's they're both both female leads are discovering themselves slightly, which, you know, you always get that. But 27 Dresses is definitely more romantic. He loves her from the start. You know, Duke doesn't really, Duke doesn't love her. I mean, he hasn't, well, it's Sebastian. As soon as they kiss, he's ready to ask her out, though. Yeah. So... I mean, he does, but he's always focused on Olivia. You don't get that. It's so many things going on. I'm not focusing on the romance part of it. Yeah. Usually in a movie, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. You focus on like 
build up, build up, build up. They get together. Uh-huh. Something bad happens. They get back together. But this, what she's the man was just, this is hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. They kiss at the kissing booth, but then it immediately gets, yeah, but it immediately gets squashed because yeah. Duke asks Olivia out. Um, and then, I, like, she's focusing on soccer. I'd always wish that we got more scenes of Duke and Viola before. Yes. You know? I, agree. I always wish I had seen them maybe run into each other at, like, the little diner that they go to. Like, I just wanted a little bit more chemistry between, like, yes. while he knows they She's only Viola. saw each other well yeah. yeah like he only saw her once technically he's known her since the beginning but like mm-hmm. he doesn't know that so yeah that yeah. would have been a I little bit to better see maybe some more overt flirting between the two but of them. you know what they were friends first and that's always better yeah i mean they really got to know each other so that's kind of sweet too but that's not what when you're watching it that's not what you're focusing on yeah so there's less romance scenes between the two of them. Yes. Most of the time totally, friends. totally yeah. less romantic. So do you even say that you move it down from a six? That's hard because who would I rather date? Duke or Sino. Uh, and you're just going to toss um, James Morrison I'm not, to the side? I'm not tossing him to the side, but the way that I am in love with Duke mm-hmm. is just... Yeah, but like, you're just in, you're in, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed, someone help I'm me. I'm overwhelmed by it. But you're in love with him, but, like, we're talking romance chemistry know, between the two romance. main I'm trying, people. I'm trying to put it to the side. I'm trying to put my I know. love for Duke to the side. I, I mean, mean, just that, the way he flips that phone, all dorky. Okay, oh, yeah, but again, we're, this is what happened with Matthew McConaughey. I know. I, I was just extremely trying to him, but we need to push past that. <laughs> now, we're thinking about the chemistry of the two people. Now, Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum together work extremely well. But you know what? I would, I would say the same for Katherine Heigl and James Morrison as well. So I can't even choose yeah, I mean, those I... two. What it comes down to is 27 Dresses is so much more romance-based. I know yeah. that she was... Do so you think it should be a bigger... In... Well, I think... I don't know if it should be a bigger gap. All I know is, I don't know, I'm so confused. I'm kind of happy with the two-point gap that we have now. I know, but people, we are now tied at 40-40. Oh, we're tied. We're tied at 40-40. Oh, no. So I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This is so hard. This is literally the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Let's put out a poll. No, 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 we can't. We can't. We have to make this decision. I think, okay. I was hoping it would just naturally go and we wouldn't have to do a tie because I don't even know what to do right now. Rom-com. 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 One brings romance, one brings comedy. I think we might have to give 25 dresses. Because she's the man is also feels like a this hurts she's the man you could remove the romance and you still have a great movie you have Mm -hmm. amanda Bynes breaking down gender barriers and becoming like a soccer player and all Mm -hmm. at like the male school and like so when i look at the a men's team when i look and i can't remove the romance no i agree with you and 
when I look at the scores, like, She's the Man is really being driven up because the comedy is so freaking good in it. And it's very yeah. light. But but 27 Dresses is also light. But, like, the comedy and the qual... I, oh, my God. This is so... I can't... I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think if we're doing romantic comedy... Listen. Romantic comedy. This pains me, but I think we have to do 27 Dresses. Not yeah. that I don't like 27 Dresses, but I just love She's it's the Man like, so much. Which- yeah, which one are you like? If you're having a romantic comedy night with your friends, which one are mm-hmm. you? On? Yeah, it's gonna be twenty seven dresses. It's gonna yeah. be twenty seven dresses. God, that's so. I hard. mean, it's, it's tough to say because they're so evenly matched, but it's gonna be okay. This is a romantic comedy bracket. Podcast. I know, bracket. I know, I know, I know. You're right. Twenty seven, twenty seven. It is. Wow. Wow. That was painful. I'm going to look at my Apple Watch. My heart rate's spiking. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We're the most dramatic people to ever live. Like, the fact that we just got so stressed over choosing two This is a big deal for me. This is a big deal. Big deal. Big deal. (laughs) Okay. I guess that's it. 27 moving forward, right? That's it. All right. Don't forget to check out our bracket on our website. The link is in the description. We'll also be posting the final scores. Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at thecrowreport at gmail.com. Or catch us on our Instagram Instagram and Twitter, which we just set up. Yay! Also, <laughs> at the Trope Report. We post quotes from the episode. We post, you know, reminders of when we're releasing Next stuff. week's episode. Yeah. Check yeah. us out. Next week's matchup is definitely maybe against Just Right. So until next time, keep Keep it it romantic. romantic.